0: Welcome to Thrive, transformative strategies for the new year. The CLA virtual conference poised to redefine your approach to success. Today, we unite under the banner of innovation, ready to forge new paths in personal and professional growth. Each speaker today brings unique insights to propel us forward. Get ready to explore innovative strategies that will enhance your growth journey in 2024. So I had a new client and... We had only started a couple of days and he called me to say goodbye. And I said, wait, what? And he explained to me the gun was on the table and he had no more hope left and he was done. So he was about to take a permanent exit but he didn't want to leave me dangling. And I said, wait, back the truck up, walk me back, what's going on? Now to bring you up to speed, this was a client of mine as a husband who had been having some stress and some strain in his relationship. And he finally got to the point, he's willing to ask for some help. He's willing to work with someone to make improvement. And that morning he found out his wife had been cheating on him in his bed while he was at work providing for her and their children. In that moment, I was no longer talking to a Marine. I was not talking to a man on a mission. I was not talking to an entrepreneur who was building a legacy for his family. In that moment, I was talking to a scared little boy who felt unloved, unwanted by the one person he believed should care about him and know about him and take care of him the best, his wife. And I had to go into massive action mode because I had to help that little boy to feel safe help him to be seen, heard, appreciated. And I had literally moments because he had made the decision. I'm the problem. I'm not worth anything. I'm out of here. And thankfully, I will tell you, we are now a year past that whole situation. We didn't recover his marriage, but we recovered his self-worth. So I'm here today to talk about how men who have families, can transform their lives and we can transform the world. Because right now there is a war that's being fought in the hearts and minds the world over about value, about worth, about contribution. And it's a left versus right. It's a back and a forth battling over who's right. And what I'll tell you is when you fight with someone, you can't find alignment. You can't find a way to thrive. When you fight with someone, all you find is justification, rationalization for why I'm right. And that will never heal your heart. It will never heal a relationship. It will never heal an argument. You have to learn to get above the conversation because both of you have something of value to contribute and both of you have wounds that are not being honored, respected and healed. And what I want to offer you today in my short time with you is a couple of key ideas so that you can begin to affect change in the relationships that matter to you most, right? We're told the three big drivers in business, it's health, it's wealth, and it's relationships. And I will tell you, because I work almost exclusively with men, that guys are protectors and providers, and we will suffer and we will just push our emotions side, we'll tamp down to take care of everyone around us. We are told masculinity is toxic, but masculinity says women and children first in a crisis. If that doesn't tell you who we believe is the most important to us, it ain't us. And so there are men successful by every measure of society and they are still fractured and broken, scared little boys inside. The way to know somebody is dealing with an internal wound, it's very, very simple. I have three tests. Number one, how much fault and blame do they throw around at other people or throw onto themselves? Number two, how much guilt and shame are they carrying? And number three, Are they building games that both people get to win? Or are they playing games of win-lose? Sometimes lose-lose. Burn it all down, but you can't have my toys either. Those three tests, if any one of them were a yes, then I know the person in front of me has a wound. And I also know there's a way out. I know there's a way out because I had those wounds. At five and six, I had an adult do inappropriate things. I had kids up the street do inappropriate things. And that pushed me into a corner I can't trust. I can't trust the adults to tell me what to do, to guide me. And I can't trust the kids around me. So my back is against the wall. And I lived that way for over two decades. And it took another 10 years to put me back together. And I'm on a mission now to help other families, other men, other people, not go through that 30 year journey. What if we could do it in 30 minutes? So if you find somebody who is caught up in fault, blame, guilt, and shame, they're playing games that nobody gets to win, then I will tell you the first layer of growth, the first relationship they have to heal. Men, this is your relationship with your past. I make it simple, I say, nurture the inner child. When you can get to a place where there's no fault, there's no blame, there's no guilt, there's no shame, and you love to create win-win games, that inner child is alive in you and playing and playful. Then we can go to the next relationship, the relationship with your present. Where are you today? What are you going through today? And that is most often reflected in your marriage or lack thereof. I came across a term a year ago called normal marital hatred, and it stopped me in my tracks. I've never heard that term. I've never had that concept. There is not an ounce inside me that hates my wife, and there is nothing in her that hates me. It's not always sunshine, skittles, and rainbows, because she's a force of nature. Her name is Autumn. And I'm all kinds of force of nature, raised on a leash, used to fall asleep in the crib standing up, So when we have disagreements, it can get loud, but it's never to wound each other. It's always to speak where we're coming from. And because of that, we can find a peace between us. Because we know how to be here and now, but there's no normal marital hatred. What kind of standard is that? Is that what you envision for your children? It's okay if you hate your husband. It's okay if you hate your wife. Just sometimes, it's normal. Excuse me, no, that is a request for resources and reorganization and realignment. When you're in conflict, it just means you have two strong-willed people who don't see eye to eye, cool. Let's get that common vision out. What is that higher vision between us? And this is the second relationship, your present situation. I call that mastering the man because guys, we have to figure out where our power is. But I hear little boys masquerading as men's coaches talking about power and dominance and control. And I will tell you this, when you become power, it becomes invisible. When's the last time you used your hand and thought about it and were like, dude, I have a hand and it can do stuff and it's reversible. No, your hands are invisible until they're damaged or they're hurt in some way. And then you pay attention. When you become power, power becomes invisible to you. It's like breathing. You don't think about it on the average. I've collapsed a lung twice. I think about breathing quite often. Every time I take a deep breath, I'm like, man, no tubes. That's awesome. Love that. Favorite thing. (laughs) Easy for me to find joy. But to be present in this moment, there are three pieces. Where is your identity? What do you stand for? How present are you in this moment? And where is your power base? If you have to yell and scream to get people's attention, if you have to tell people who you are to them, I'm your dad, I'm your husband, I'm your employer, I'm your employee, I'm your boss, I'm your manager, I'm your some position or title. If you have to remind them, I'm gonna suggest you ain't. Because it should be intuitively obvious who you are and what you are if you are integrated power. And when you have that inner child safe and secure and happy, no fault, no blame, no guilt, no shame, playing win-win games, your power is not a threat. It's not scary to your wife, to your children, to your employees. But if you have to use force of will, if you have to use anger, if you have to slam your hand down to get people's attention, then probably need to work on where you are as a man and where are you in your power. And then finally, the third relationship to work on. Talked about past, the inner child. We talked about present, mastering the man. The third phase, the third relationship to master is how to lead like a king. What is your legacy? What are you leaving beyond you? What is the future of the world after you've shuffled off this mortal coil? What was your vision? How are you protecting and how are you providing for your family, for your children, for your business? What's your succession plan? When your life ends, how is your family taken care of? Health insurance, business succession, life insurance. Do you have transfers of will? These are the things we have to be thinking about. And if you are conscious of that, then you can begin to impact and change the story for what happens going forward. I have clients that have seen their families torn apart, squabbling over houses, squabbling over insurance payments. I have a client who is so disgusted with his siblings, he wants nothing more to do with them, but he has to because his mom is still alive. And while they're arguing over what dad had and how they wanna succeed and own and take possession, mom is suffering with a broken heart and he's three states away. He can't be there every day. What if his dad had set a different standard with all three of his children? What if he had connected with all three of his children, been present with all three of his children, fulfilled the needs of all three of his children? Then he can go on to the next life, next passage, the next moment for him, knowing there's no arguing, there's no fighting, there's no quibbling. Everyone's handled. Everyone has a different need. I thought of it. So if you want to change the world, those are the three relationships. What is your relationship to the past? What is your relationship to the present? And what is your relationship to the future? And like most men, we don't really start to think about this stuff until we're at that breaking point. The cracks are showing, I have a bad feeling, there's something going on. And like my client, you wait until it's literally the last minute to ask for help. And I get it relationships are ugly and they are messy and you're going to show up in your relationship to the level of your wound. And if you got hurt four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old, you're going to go right back to there emotionally. And when you're arguing with that other person, when you're fighting with that other person, it's not that person. It's what they represent. Feeling unloved, feeling guilty, taking ownership of other people's hurt feelings. The truth is, in the United States, 10 divorced dads a day end their lives. And beyond the damage it does to them, it leaves that as a normalization for their kids. When they take a permanent exit, it's easier for their children to reason the same way. Life wasn't worth living for dad. What choice do I have? What chance do I have? He didn't love me enough to even stick around and be alive? And it's BS, it's a belief system. Because he arrived at the conclusion, I'm the problem, I'm the fault, I'm the mistake. Everyone's life is easier without my existence. It's a reasonable, rational choice to him as a protector and a provider, I'm the thorn in everyone else's side, let me be removed. It is an insidious thought. It's one I've had to shut down on my own as well. Because we're protectors, we're providers, and if we think we're the problem, everyone else is served without us. That's a very dangerous place. The antidote is community, my friends. Getting out of your own head and finding a place where you can be four things. As men were told by the world, be vulnerable with us, be open with us, and then we have it turned against us. We have it weaponized against us. When I work with first responders, I'm not a mandatory reporter. They can tell me things they can't tell other people because certain flags go off, they have to be reported, they can't do their job, they can't provide for their family. They don't have anyone to trust. If they're dealing with post-traumatic stress and they're getting government money for disability and they can get that disability cleaned up mentally and emotionally, what happens to my cash flow? I'm just a regular person who has to go get a regular job. I'm nothing special. My wound doesn't define me anymore. And that loss of identity, it's scary on this side. On the other side, when the identity shifts, powerful, transformative, to be able to breathe free and clear, to have the fault, the blame, the guilt, the shame stop. That is such a powerful place to be, but it's scary to let go of the trapeze and fly. So gentlemen, you need to be in community. You need to be surrounded by other men that will hold you accountable without worry of fault or blame or guilt or shame. They will help you to see the game you're playing and why it keeps you stuck playing small. You need a community where you can do four things. You've got to be able to be real. You've got to be able to be raw. You've got to be able to be open and you have to be able to be honest. And you can't do that with your wife and your kids in the same way as you can with other men who understand a raised voice doesn't mean anger all the time. It can mean fear. It can mean regret. It can mean we're so mad at ourselves for letting us get to this situation and we didn't know what to do. One is too small a number for greatness. You need community around you. And I'm not somebody who throws brotherhood around left and right because I've seen the charlatans and I've seen the fake people who weaponize wounds against their clients. They keep people in their world and keep them small. As a king, the leader creates More leaders, not followers. Anyone keeping you in the world of fault, blame, guilt, and shame. They're using labels to control, labels to diminish. They're not your friend. They are keeping you in a place where they have power and they have cash flow. The truth is labels are a tool. That person is a jerk. All of a sudden I get excused for treating them a certain way. Labels cut apart and sacrifice and separate. We call a woman we don't like or that's being mean to us to call her a witch and worse because that excuses our treatment of them versus this amazing force of energy, this fury of raw passion that I don't know how to relate to and I'm overawed and I'm scared. You step in, my friend, and you stand in the fury of her fire, and you love her back to her heart, and she will give you the world. To me, that's what it means to be a family man, is to step in to the trials and tribulations, to not always have the answer, but have the heart and the willingness to figure it out with the people we love, with the people we protect, with the people we provide. But you have to choose. You have to figure out how, where, when, with whom can you be raw, real, open, and honest. Because if you don't have those four things, you are going to be stuck as a little boy running scared. Most men don't reach this point until their late 40s, early 50s, even if at all. Being a king is not a bank account. It's not a car, it's not a watch, it's not a bling, it's not a travel, it's not pictures on social media. It's the presence that you create. It's the connection you build. If somebody is still stuck in fault and blame, guilt and shame, don't tell me about your vision. Cause I know it's the pipe boy dreams. I know it's a fantasy because you've got a leak. Your inner child is screaming for love and attention. Notice me, please see me, hear me. You have to get that inner child safe and secure, not by building up walls, not by building a thick skin, by being real and raw, open and honest. Because when you own your life and your impact, I won't call them mistakes, but if you own your life and your impact from that place, you become the ultimate power. How can anyone take away the stuff that you acknowledge and say, I messed that up and I'm here to learn and improve. I'm still here. So I invite you to come join me on this journey. Move from boy to man to king. Get rid of the fault. Get rid of the blame. Get rid of the guilt and shame. Learn to create win-win games. Because you have more money than you can ever spend. And you have a six-pack and you're celebrating in your empty house because your wife left you and took the kids and weaponized against you because you were so focused on your mission and your bankroll, those six pack abs aren't gonna help you feel comfortable. They aren't gonna make you feel loved. They're not gonna give you a hug when you're exhausted at the end of the day and nobody cares what you've accomplished because you're sitting in an empty house or an empty apartment or an empty car. And you're asking yourself, why did I do that? Why did I sacrifice the best of my life to build something and there's no one with me anymore? To me, the ultimate wealth is an amazing family. Cash flow comes and goes, fitness comes and goes. Blown along twice, <laughs> spontaneous pneumothorax. What? Enjoy your bed rest for the next week. What? So I encourage you to come hang out with me. Let's talk about what we could do, where we could take you and the level of impact and the level of error you want to adjust. And I'll finish with this. This is how I helped my guy make it through that moment. He's calling me. Gun is on the table. He's ready to be done. And he called to say goodbye. And I said, wait, tell me more what's going on. And he everything comes out and he's angry and he's yelling. And I'm like, you're allowed to feel that way. Absolutely. I would be in the exact same place, but here's my problem because I'm so far away. Who's going to tell your sons and they were both under 10. Who's going to tell your sons the measure of the man you were. Cause I won't be there. I'm too far away. Is she going to tell them this woman that cheated on you? This woman that felt so whatever she felt that she went to go and get what she thought she needed in the arms of another person in the bed that you were providing for her? Is she gonna tell them the full measure of the man and the warrior and the Marine that sacrificed for his country and for his family and who built a legacy? Is she going to defend you? Is she going to let them know the man that you were? Or could you get the ultimate revenge? By living the best life, having no anger or guilt towards her because her behavior speaks about her needs. And you show your sons how a real man shows up and you fly this flag in her face of awesome life. Because as long as you're alive, you get the opportunity to ruin her story about the boy that you are, the man that you are, and the king that you are by fully owning yourself. And I don't know about you, but I got goosebumps telling that. And it got him laughing. And I was like, "Dude, you know how you have that story about that one person?" And you're like, "Oh, they're such a jerk." And they're like this, that and the other, but they're still alive, and every now and then they come across your like, world and they ruin your story like a, I don't know, a, a, a red butted baboon crapping everywhere with diarrhea." And he busted up laughing, and I said, "Yeah, you could be her red-butted balloon, a red bu- red-butted baboon crapping all over her stories and lies about the man that you are. And now he's laughing, and I said, put that thing away. That's a paperweight, that's not the tool of a man, that's not the tool of a king. Because you have two kings to raise and you need to be here for them. A year later, better marriage, new relationship, a woman who loves and respects him thinks the sun shines out his butt because he realizes the sun shines out her butt and they love each other and they've built win-win games to adore and play with each other. So please reach out to me, Jeremy Rodruck, the only one on the internet, super easy to find. And if you want to just stock some of the material I've got, YouTube channel has a ton. TikTok has a ton. But the fastest, easiest way to grow is get one-on-one support. Well, let's work together, you and me, and build a better life. Create better games today. I'm Jeremy Rodruck. Lead Like a King and the Family Man Program or the Family Man Tribe. Let's go kick it in the jump. Thank you for engaging with this session of Thrive. As we continue with our next speaker, remember the insights and strategies shared are steps towards your transformative journey this year. Stay connected for more empowering talks. The Connected Leaders Academy is committed to your ongoing journey of growth and excellence. Remember, this journey is just beginning. Let's keep the momentum going. Join our community at www.connectedleadersacademy.com.